I'm Rami. And I'm Shannon. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned to help all of us expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy, but without a whole new degree. (laughs) Rami, I'm already laughing looking at this title. Today we're talking about empathy by... Bernie Brown. Bernie Brown. Bernie Brown. I think maybe, maybe it's Brene. I think it might be. Uh, I don't know how to do that uh, line thing. Symbol line thing above her, one of these. So Bernie is what we're going with. So Brene Brown. Okay, but before we get there, before we get there, Shannon, a key thing that we always say at the beginning is a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. But have we actually defined what we think empathy is no are you gonna ask me a really hard question shannon how would you describe (laughs) empathy (laughs) don't make me not today um how would i I describe i can have some empathy for you and i can do it first if you'd like no i'll take i'll take a crack at it and then we're gonna learn some things in today's episode about maybe what it really is for me i think about empathy as my capacity to uh, be with what another person is experiencing or feeling. Yeah. I would describe it as caring about someone that you can't see. Oh, I love that. So, and I think our descriptions are pretty close. I think it's all about how do you, how do you acknowledge, how do you, how do you appreciate the fact that just because you aren't able to experience or feel something that you can still understand where that person is coming from and and want to help them with their situation. I think that's a big piece of empathy. So um, my I actually got this book, uh, Atlas of the Heart, for my dad. Um which is like a wild card choice, but I saw it at the bookstore and I was like, yeah, we're going to try this one. And he really liked it. And he sent me a quote from it. And so I'm going to read the quote and then we'll talk about it. But I guess the big thing for empathy, and I think it's described this way a lot. And maybe we unpack this before I get into the quote. It's, it's, it's much more nuanced than walking in someone else's shoes. Hmm. Right. And there's even that funny quote of like, take a, walk a mile in someone else's shoes because then you're a mile away from them and you have their shoes. Oh, I've never heard that before. That's awful. I like ah, that. Ah, yeah. Like no, I, I That's like, like that. the opposite of empathy. That's what I'm saying. I don't think walking like in someone F else's you, shoes. See you later. Bye. But I'm saying, like, I don't think walking in someone else's shoes is a good description of empathy. Because what we're saying in that statement is you have to experience what that person experiences to have compassion for them. And I don't think either of our descriptions was saying that yes yes okay so let me read the quote we need to dispel the myth that empathy is walking in someone else's shoes rather than walking it's rather than walking in your shoes i need to learn how to listen to the story you tell about what it's like in your shoes and believe you even when it doesn't match my experiences yeah that's really beautiful i think if I put on my devil horns for a minute, where maybe the walk in someone else's shoes is still relevant here or impactful, 
I do believe that there are people that cannot possibly cultivate empathy without walking, without experiencing it themselves. And that's unfortunate because we don't always have that luxury of experiencing what it's like to live in someone else's life, body, experience, situation. Uh, So for those who are more experiential hands-on learners, it's still useful to have those experiences. And also, wouldn't it be great if we got to the point where that wasn't a requirement to be able to have empathy for another person? For sure. I think the people who struggle the most with empathy are the same people I think you will struggle with having a open conversation about anything that they are very committed to mm-hmm. because they aren't able to have compassion for someone that they don't have they don't have that lived experience that the other person is explaining to them like they just cannot fathom how they would be in that situation or why they would let themselves get into that situation yeah a little bit this is reminding me of an episode that I think is released <laughs> where we talk about uh, the power of meaning. And one of the four ways that we can access meaning is through listening to other people's stories. Yes, that was episode 161. So it reminds me of, of that in the sense of, uh, I love the part of the quote where she says, I need to learn how to listen to the story you tell about what it's like to be in your shoes. And I think we can find a lot of meaning in that, of learning to listen, of storytelling, both in telling our own and learning to listen to other people's. And that's where I think this is really important. It's that quote, I think what Chan was just hitting on, I need to learn to listen, learn how to listen to the story you tell about your experience, about what it's like in your shoes and believe you even when it doesn't match my experiences, right? So that's like, how do I have compassion And how do I believe you when I haven't experienced that thing, right? It's, okay, I maybe am a a he, that, he, him, but I need to, and I can't, I can't say that I've experienced the same experiences that a she, her has, but I have to have compassion for that person, even though I haven't had those experiences. Yeah. Can I tell a little parenting story here? Please. This just happened yesterday. Uh, Talia and I practice reading before school every day. We call it playing school to make it more fun. (laughs) And we had taken maybe seven days off from it because we've been traveling. And when we got back into it, she was really frustrated. She was really struggling. And she kind of, whatever, threw a temper tantrum, threw off the handle and said, this is too hard. I can't do this. This is too hard. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, there was a part of me that wanted to be like, it's not too hard. You were just doing this seven days ago. We can do it. But that would be totally invalidating her experience and Mm -hmm. teaching her that she is not safe to trust herself of like what she is feeling in this moment. And so I don't know why I had the presence of mind, but I had the presence of mind to to say, I believe you. I think that is one of the most powerful phrases I can ever say to her because Mm -hmm. it immediately diffuses everything in her. 
And for me too, when somebody says, I believe you, you know, I believe you. I believe that that's really hard for you. It's like, oh, thank God. I don't have to prove myself here. I get to just be heard. And how much that changed the dialogue between us into like, I believe this is really hard for you. What can we do to make it easier? You know, what would help? What would help in that moment? Ugh. I makes emotional thinking about it again. I really, really like that phrase, I believe you. And that's the thing, right? That's what she's saying with this quote is like, how do you tell someone I believe you without being them? Yeah. And can I, I'm just going to go here for a minute. Uh, also, as the mother of a black child, this is really important to me because there's so many times where I'm trying to articulate to friends or family members how Talia's experience is different. Mm-hmm. And it means so much to me. <laughs> I'm getting emotional. It means so much to me when they believe me, mm-hmm. you know, when they're not like questioning, like, are you sure you didn't just like, are you sure that server was really racist? And she mm-hmm. didn't just like, you know, she just wasn't like, just like annoyed with kids today or something. Fuck that. Can you just believe me in the story that I'm relaying to you about the experience that I had at a Hick restaurant in on the North shore of Minnesota? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it can make such a difference and diffuse the situation or like allow us to move on to possibilities instead of, having to dig our heels in further and have to like defend that something really did happen. Maybe it's harkening back to gaslighting <laughs> a little bit in that episode. Cause when you don't believe somebody in a way it's, it's gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going off topic. Bring us back around to empathy, Rami. Well, so this happened. So I like your examples and it reminds me of, I was with my kid the other day, we were at the mall and they had like a food drive. They're like, Hey, we're like taking like, uh, non-perishable goods for like the food bank or whatever and so i was talking to my kid i was like should we go to the grocery store because we can walk there and like get some stuff for like the people who are hungry he's like no he's like why would we do that he's like i want to go see the water fountains i was like well but they're hungry he's like like not processing it i'm like are you over hungry and he's like no i was like you know there's people who are hungry he's like what I was like, and so we can go get them food so that they're not hungry. I was like, because are you hungry sometimes? And he's like, yeah. I was like, do you like that? He's like, no. I was like, okay, so let's go get some food and we can get some of your favorite foods and like, we'll get them for them. And I think it's like, we couldn't see the hungry people. Like we've been hungry before, but not to the same extent that they are. But like getting him as like a three-year-old to start to see like, I can't see the person. I don't have the same experience as a person, but like I can still try and do something for that person. I can have compassion for that person. I think is, um, is, is empathy, but also is a way of saying like, I believe you, right? Like I believe that you were hungry yes. and we need to give you food. So like, yes. let's go do this thing. Cause it's not going to like, we'll still see the water fountains, dude. We're going to walk by them and we will walk by them again. But like, at least we can like do something and show a little empathy. Um, so I think the biggest thing here is empathy can change the world if we let it. So let's focus on being more empathic, more compassionate, and saying, I believe you more. Yeah. Well said, Mike Drop. I have nothing to add. <laughs> with that, we'd love for you to connect with us on Instagram or LinkedIn. Oh, what do we want people to share with us, Rami? 
tell us. I, Go ahead. Oh, I would love to hear. I'm guessing that there's more powerful stories out there. Like we, I think we shared some really powerful, vulnerable stories of how much it's meant when people believed us in our life, even if they hadn't experienced what we'd experienced. And I wonder if other people would be willing to share their stories of a powerful moment where somebody believed them in their life and yes. it made a difference. Yes. Uh, with that, I've been Rami. And I've been Shannon, and this has been Workplace Hugs. Workplace Hugs.